What's up, everyone? Welcome back to this week's episode of Fiery Fridays. Um, again, another interesting week of NBA basketball, especially today. Both teams were down 3-1, both the Knicks uh, and the Warriors, and they were both uh, games at home. Warriors were playing at home and the Knicks were playing at home, and they both ended up uh, securing that 3-2. Still def- still a series deficit, but um, it looks like they both have a chance at coming back. Bailey, how you been? Yep, <clears throat> excuse me, pretty good. Um, big day today. I think it was an even bigger day yesterday with the Nuggets, you know, taking that's kind of the conference I'm more interested in at the moment. They take three two lead over the Suns, goes back to Phoenix now. So um that's pretty interesting. Philly as well, I think shocked us both with, you know, getting um three games. Never mind, I thought they'd be lucky to get one and they've got the three now, so they've definitely impressed me in this playoffs. Um so yeah, I think it was an even bigger day. Was it yesterday? Yeah, I think it was an even bigger day yesterday. But yeah, still good to see today those teams hanging around. Yeah, we'll dive in a little bit deeper into the Celtics and the Suns. I know we both had them making the finals and they're both currently down. Next game will be their season on the line, which is uh, it's weird to think about because uh, both we both thought they were the best teams in the league. So we'll dive into that. That's question two. We'll get into question one first. Earlier this week, Australian team announced uh, the FIBA World Cup extended squad. I think the FIBA World Cup takes place in September. The final 12-man will take place. Uh, The final 12-man team will be picked in August. Now, this isn't the final team, and these aren't the final players that will be picked in the 12-man squad. Obviously, Ben Simmons is apparently going to become available. Uh, We know he has said that in the past, but um, I think there is a good chance he plays this time. Tyrese Proctor might be available to be picked in the squad. But what are your initial thoughts on the squad? Um, and is there anyone that got snubbed? Um, no, not really. I think the team looks pretty good on paper. Um, as Australia, like we always seem to put out, you know, full front forward and we always seem to try really hard. Um, you know, going against USA, I think we got three at third. Was it last yeah, Olympics? We got third. We lost two. Third last Olympics. Olympics. Yeah. Um, and, you know, we always give them a crack. Whether we can beat them, I think we'd all have to be at our best and they would have to be playing a bit of solo basketball still then, like, you know, probably coming out to a close game. But when you look at it on paper, like, you can't complain. I think we're better than what we were. We've got a few, you know, young guns who have been in the NBA now, Giddy and uh, Dyson, um, and I think they'll be great for the team. So, yeah, Simmons is an interesting one. Like, I think you, no matter what, you got to take him and put his talent on the team. But it's just, it's a shame that, you know, he's kind of looked down on us um, over the past however many years he's been in the league. So it's kind of like a, you know, a stab in the back for him to just go, oh, now I want to play. Like, but yeah, I mean, if it, if you're really serious, you got to have him on the team. He's a, he's a good player at his best. Yeah. Uh, being the competition being in September, I think Simmons injured himself towards the end of last season. So I think September should give him enough time to become healthy. And whether you like Ben Simmons or not, and whether you think whether, I don't know how much people believe that we don't need him. Uh, he is a former all-star and he is a presence, whether whether you like it or not. I think we need Simmons if we are going to put our best uh, squad forward to beat the US team. And I think he slots in on this very, very defensive team. Uh, obviously, you got Dyson at the two. You got Matisse. You got Exum at the one. Jock Landau's a good defender. Uh, Josh Green's a wing defender. 
Joe Ingles is known to be pestering on defense. And if you bring in Simmons, I think Tease, Simmons, Dyson, and Josh Green, it just sounds like an absolutely great defensive team. Jack White's a great four-man on defense as well. So a lot of NBA guys, way more than last time. Jack White plays for Denver, Matisse for Portland. We've got Patty on the Nets. We've got Jock on the Suns. We've got Xavier Cooks who now plays for the Wizards. Dyson on the Pelicans. Delhi for the Kings. Exum's over in the Euro League. Giddy for Thunder, Josh Green for Mavs, Ingles for Bucks, and then Simmons for Nets if he comes and plays. Um, do I think there was a snub? Um, well, I look at the team, and it's probably the team I would have picked. The only sort of replacement I would make is probably Sam Froling for Mitch Creek. Uh, they both played in the same league last year. They both sort of played the same positions. I mean, Mitch Creek can spread the four a little bit. But I feel like Mitch Creek has been a shoo-in for almost every Boomers team for the past couple of years, um, him and Jock, you know, rocking the Fade Hawks, has been a, around for a while. And I think Mitch Creek was a top three NBL MVP contender last year, and Sam Froling wasn't really even contending for it. So it doesn't really make sense. Um, I don't think Sam Froling will be on the twelve man, but I think it would have been, I think it would have been fair to have Mitch Creek on that roster. Um, I'm not sure what played in part in him not making it, but I think that was kind of the biggest question mark for me. Aaron Baines has also been a real fill-in. He obviously is putting up good numbers on the Raptors not long ago, um, but he had a bit of an iffy season with the Bullets and obviously he's coming back from that injury. And I think him himself, after last year's um, performance, I feel like he would kind of admit that he not deserves a roster spot, but I feel like he'd kind of let or be understanding that Mitch Creek or Sam Froling should get it over him. I feel like he would understand that. So I like the team. I love the Will McDowell-White addition. I think he's earned it. Um, Thon Maker, it could be interesting to see how he fits on this team. Um, and yeah, I'm excited. Dyson Daniels hopefully gets minutes on this team as well. Xavier Cooks should be good. Nick Kay guarded KD pretty well against USA in the semis last year. So I think he's going to fill in off the bench. And yeah, I like this team. Hopefully Tyrese Proctor gets a reserve spot or even a training camp spot. Um, I think it'd be good to get him in with the guys because obviously in the next four years, he's going to be in the NBA and a part of this team, big part of this team. Definitely a part yeah. of the scoring side. I think this team needs a little bit more scoring, yeah. especially with Patty Mills getting a little bit older. Um, we'll get into question two. Now, we touched on Celtics and Suns. We had our final series predictions with those two in it. They're both down 3-2. The next game is in Boston, but Suns' next game is up. Sorry, Celtics' next game is in Philly. Yeah. And they're trailing 3 2, so they'll have to win in Philadelphia. The Suns' game is in Phoenix. Yeah. Has your NBA Finals prediction changed with the current uh, standings and series scores? Um, They haven't changed. The confidence is definitely uh, lowered. I still think, I think no matter what, if Celtics, obviously if Celtics lose, they're done. If they can win next game, I think it's very hard for Philly to win. I think it's like do or die for Philly and it's obviously do or die for Boston next game. So that will be cracking game. That's probably, that's their, that's their, you know, series on the line for both teams. I think even though Philly obviously have another chance, I think they've got to do it. Um, I think it's tomorrow. Yeah. Got to do it tomorrow for us. Um, Phoenix as well. I mean, they're still winning by, you know, upwards of you know eight to probably 12 points i think when they're playing at home like they're doing it reasonably well booker and katie are just going off um but yeah like i was thinking earlier today just how important this home court has been in these playoffs once again i'm still thinking they come back to 
uh, Phoenix and I think they get the job done. But when they go back to Denver, like, I mean, there's two 15-point blowouts there. So they're going to, I mean, anything can happen in game seven. We've seen it multiple times. I think, you know, but they're going to have to be at the top of their game. So I've still got Suns and Celtics, but as, yeah, as you like to say, as a better man, it's not looking very um, responsible right now. Yeah. I mentioned uh, uh, two episodes maybe that I really like the Nuggets and I think they can beat Phoenix. But if I was to bet on it, I would pick Suns. So it isn't surprising me that the Nuggets are currently up. Do I think it goes to seven? I think so. I don't see KD Booker going out in uh yeah. in six. I just don't. I just don't see it happening in Phoenix. Could happen. I mean, Nuggets are playing pretty well. They definitely dominated them last game. Um, but I just don't see it happening. Chris Paul needs to come back. I know Phoenix got two wins without him, but last game you could just kind of tell, you know, they need a little bit of facilitating. And I think, you know, he's he's the third best player on that team. He needs to come back. And whether they win or not with him. I just think they need to be at full strength and go at Denver. He's star power. You know, they've played with him starting all season. So I think he needs to come back. Has my finals predictions changed? I think it has. I think Nuggets are going to get the Suns, whether that be next game or in seven. I think yeah. in seven in Denver, I think the Nuggets are going to overcome it because if they don't, I think it's a full, it's not just a season loss, but I think it's going to have to be a full uh, change of tempos for Denver. I know they've they're only one game away from the Western Conference Finals if they lose, but I just think they're going to have to switch loss. it up. Like you said on one of uh, what it means to who 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 takes the biggest loss this season if they lose. You said Denver uh, yeah. because they'll have to go back to the drawing board and kind of build their roster differently. I think that's yeah. kind of the vibe in the locker room if they lose. They've been going at it with this same roster and it just hasn't been working. So. I think they're going to switch on and I think they're going to win this series. And then I think they have a really, really good chance against Lakers or Warriors. So I'm going to go Celtics Nuggets. I think Celtics is going to come back in seven. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not counting out the Celtics. I still think they're the best team in the league. And if anyone's going to come back down three, two, it, uh, it's Tatum and Boston. So Jalen Brown played not so good last game. His shooting stats weren't too bad, but he had a few turnovers, a few fouls. I just didn't Free like throws, throw. ridiculous. Yeah, Boston just couldn't get back in the game, and I think it's going to be tough in Philly. It's going to be really tough, but I reckon they can overcome it. And then Game Seven, they should take it. Um, so I'm going to go Celtics Nuggets, and then I'm going to go Celtics get them pretty pretty quickly. I'm going to say Celtics in five or six. Uh, if you could pick question number three, if you could pick three players to change teams this offseason, this is an interesting one, and obviously you would have had a little bit to think about. Um, who would it be and why? So I'll start. Um, my number one move isn't necessarily changing teams. I would probably get John Wall to sign with Washington. He's had a that's obviously a biased pick, but he's had obviously he's had some time off. He played with the Clippers. He only played a few games. Um, I think he played like thirty games, thirty five games. Um, he was coming off the bench for Reggie. And to put it in perspective, Reggie Jackson doesn't even get minutes on Denver. I think he's played five seconds in this postseason. So to think that John Moore wasn't getting minutes over him, who can't even make a roster as well in the Denver Nuggets. We all know Reggie Jackson's good, obviously. Don't get me wrong, but I just think John Moore just needed a little bit more time. Um, obviously, they ended up trading for Westbrook, and that sort of worked out for them, I guess, with Paul George and Kawhi out in the playoffs. But um, I think John Moore has a perfect spot. Back in Washington, they've got Monty Morris at the point guard. Uh, Beal's still there. And um, 
they've got a good wing defender in Denny, and then they've obviously got two potential, potentially all-star bigs in Porzingis and Kuzma. So I think they got a new coach, new GM, obviously, in the offseason, and they have, I think it's 9% at the first pick. Um, I think it's it's a nice little setup for John Moore. My second player is going to be DeRozan. I'm not really liking the position the Bulls are in. I think DeRozan's a great player, and I think everyone wants to see DeRozan win. Um, whether that be Lakers, um, whether that be maybe the Knicks, I'm not too sure. Maybe he joins Dame in Portland. Maybe he goes to the Bucks and they move Middleton. I'm not sure where he goes, but I think he needs to join the title contender. I'm not sure. I'm liking <clears> the direction the Bulls are going. They don't have a pick this year. It was sent in the package for Vucevic. I don't think they're going to win with Levine and DeRozan as the head of the snake. I'm just not too sure about Chicago. Sorry, Chicago fans. I think DeRozan needs to get out of there. Build around Levine. You still got Vooch. Maybe trade Levine for a few draft picks. Get a few wing defenders. You can be a six seed. Yeah, it's time to read. It's bad to say, but like, you know what I mean? I just don't. I would want DeRozan to move. My third pick is going to be Carl Towns. Um, I, I like Kyle Towns. I just don't think he was as big of an impact as people thought in the playoffs this year. They've been going at it. Same with Denver, sort of. They've been building around Towns instead of Ant, but Ant really took over, and I think he's going to make a huge leap, whether that be next season, looking like next season, or the season after. I just think Towns, I'm just not sure if he's going to be the second piece or, you know, the, the center of a team that's going to make it far in the playoffs. Could we see him on a team like the Thunder? Um, there's a lot of places Kyle Towns can go. Maybe Charlotte. You know, you could probably go to Memphis and play with Jar. A lot of places Towns can go, spread the floor and be a five. Kyle Towns is very talented. I'm just not sure with the fit in Minnesota. So they're going to be my three. John Wall, DeRozan and Kyle Towns. <clears throat> yeah, um, I'm not really seeing it the same way. I think number one I want to see move is Kyrie Irving. Um, as soon as he got traded there, I think I touched on this last week, just wasn't a fan of it at all. Um, don't like how, like, when Luca's got the ball, he, like, whether you think he's a small forward or whatever, he's a point guard with the ball and he needs, you know, kind of catch and shoot scorers, people who play defense around him, people who he can lob to, stuff like that. And Kyrie just takes the ball off him and pretty much does what he does in a completely, you know, different style, but it's about putting the ball in the basket. So I hate, hate his fit there. And I think, you know, at the end of the season, it was a telling factor. They weren't even playing them in their do-or-die game. There was a sign there that this isn't working. It's back to the drawing board. And I think he's the one who has to go first. Um, obviously, they're not going to trade Luca, star of the league. So he's gone, I reckon, Kyrie. I mean, you've got to get him out of there. Second one, Pascal Siakam. Um, just a bit of a... I think he's coming up maybe 26 now. I'm, I'm guessing around that age. Or like, you know, he's in his starting to get into his late 20s, you know, in his prime. He's a really solid player, like pretty much does a bit of everything. Doesn't really fit on everyone's roster. A bit of a, you know, drive-orientated guy who kind of gets a bit of scrappy points, but it works for him. Um, you kind of need that in the playoffs sometimes. You know, these big teams, he'd suit a lot of teams and he's just doing nothing really on Toronto. I don't think they have many plans. You don't hear many people going thinking about going there. Um, so I think he's definitely a player who could get moved. I just don't know where or what for, but he'd definitely make an impact somewhere. And I think one of the most obvious ones is Dame. Just, yeah, give the man a break at this stage. I just think, you know, he's trying to play this loyalty card, like, you know, I'll never believe. And it's just, it doesn't get you anything in the end. I mean, it gets you money. Maybe that's enough for him. But by the way he talks and presents himself, it doesn't sound like that's all he cares about is money. He sounds like he wants to win. You know, he puts his best foot forward all the time. I mean, 
what do you who do you get him for? Like his trade value is probably ridiculous, but he's copping a few injuries. You might be able to get some picks for him. Um, plenty of teams that would suit him though. You, you don't have to be picky or choosy there. He can go pretty much anywhere. So I'd say they're the main three, but really got to get Kyrie Irving out of there. That's my number one for sure. Yeah, I like it. All right, this is an interesting question. Um, and only you can answer this. I can't answer this, but I want you to stop me when we get a player that is better than Kawhi Leonard right now. Okay, and bar injuries. Both, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm. I would say like, like I'm taking him at his best because I, I think he's at his best. At his best. Yeah. Okay, Macau Bridges. Do I just say no? I would yeah, just say, say no. no. I don't, yeah, Darren Fox. No. Paul George. No. Jalen Brown. No. James Harden. No. Jimmy Buckets. No. Anthony Davis. That's a tough one. Just, I mean, if you take them both at their best, both champions... I think Kawhi's done more. I'll say no. That's Jay- tough. Jason Tatum. No. Giannis on Tentacumpo. No. <laughs> That's all I got. Giannis was my uh, last one. Yeah. yeah. I, 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 I'm, I'm not really, I'm not actually like a Clippers fan or I've never been a Spurs fan or anything. I just know what he did with that Toronto team. He went against, they talk about Golden State being a stacked team. When you're going against that Philly team and beating them in seven, it was crazy. And I just love the way how he can, he's like a player who I think Giannis is obviously very good. Regular season, he's probably better than Kawhi. When you get in the playoffs and you can, you can hand Kawhi the ball and he can do whatever, like mid range, three ball, get on the rim, defensive, like base, like he can do everything. And I know I'll probably get a lot of, a lot of, um, you know, shit for doing or for saying that a lot of those players weren't better than him. A lot of them were tough. I think the closest Anthony Davis because at his best, he is a freak. Um, so yeah, it's it's a tough one, but I really do think when he's at his best, there's not many people you want in the league more. Especially when I'm a big believer in you need wings to win playoff games, like good solid um, you know, two and three, um, at the two and three. So yeah, um, um, yeah, Kawhi is pretty up there for me. I think I would have stopped at Tatum. I think I think I would take Tatum. Yeah, like, I can. Yeah, I get that too. At their best, like peak, no, no healthy problems. I think I would still take Tatum right now. Um, but I could definitely listen to the argument. Why at his yeah. best? I mean, you put him on the Celtics right now instead of Tatum. Uh, I don't yeah, know. Yeah, I think it's. I, I, I definitely. Think... I think I would have taken taken Giannis. No question. I think, I think. Yeah, was... and he's an MVP. Kawhi's never been MVP. Like, you can obviously make the case. Uh, even Davis, you can make the case for. Yeah, I just don't like what Yannis... Yeah, and I just don't think Yannis is the perfect uh, playoff player. Okay. All right. Gee, I'm going to cop something. <laughs> we'll get into your question of the week. Uh, let's hear it. Okay, so it's kind of a two-parter, but what does this series mean for LeBron James if... Um, Steph comes back or if so, say he goes on to win it. I don't know if you've got him as your greatest of all time right now. Um, do you? Yeah, I, I, I think I got LeBron as the greatest of all time. I think. So you've already got him there? Yeah. So if he loses 3-1, I mean, if they come back from 3-1 Golden State, 
does that change your opinion? Uh, no, I don't think so. so. You... I, I actually expect Golden State to come back through one. <laughs> well, they're down 3 2 now. So I actually I think they're going to win in uh, next games in LA and it'll be tough, but I definitely think they can get it done. And then in Golden State, I think they're going to have one of the biggest games of the year, probably the biggest of the playoffs. And I think it's going to come down to close one, but they're going to knock them off. And it'll be the Curry LeBron end of an era. And Curry's going to, everyone's going to think Curry dominated him through his career. And that was LeBron's kryptonite. But I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe Lakers pump up next game. But they're both teams have been pretty underwhelming to me this year. Do I think it um, affects LeBron's legacy? Not really. Um, he's already done what he's done. He's already the greatest of all time, in my opinion. I think he's the greatest athlete of all time, in my opinion. So to be doing what he's still doing at 38, I mean, he's still a top five player in some people's opinion. Uh, most players are retired by now and he's still putting up, you know, 38 and eight on occasion. Um, it's just, you don't ever see it. He could still play for another five, six years at this rate. Um, so he's, yeah. he's the greatest either way, whether he loses 3-1 this year, I think he'll come back and be just as good next year, whether they go get a massive free agent, which I think they'll do. Um, it is it is a bit, you know, he'll he'll hear it for a while, the 3-1 talk. I think, obviously, it happened to the Warriors in the playoffs, um, but I don't think it's that big to be dropping a 3-1 in the semifinals. Um, although it is LeBron and LeBron gets a lot of hate, I think he will he'll definitely hear about it for a very long time. But um, no, it doesn't change my mind about his legacy. I still think he's the greatest, whether it happens or not. I don't think he has... A fantastic team at the moment. I mean, is Jared Vanderbilt the fourth option on the Lakers? Um, you know what I mean. Uh, I'm I'm just not I'm not too sure. Um, I I think the I think the Warriors can do it. So we'll see. I don't think it affects LeBron's legacy at all though. If the Warriors come back and win, okay. okay. Um, my question of the week. I asked this question to Hesh on our weekly drops last year. It was around this time. Actually, it was more than last year. It was February last year. And obviously, a year's gone by and things have changed. I want you to rank these players one to seven. So the seven players, I've gotten Bailey to write them down. We've got Jason Tatum. We've yep. got Luka Doncic. Yep. We've got Ja Morant. Donovan Mitchell. Devin Booker. Trey Young. And we had Bradley Beal, but I'm going to replace him with Shea Gilgis Alexander. Oh, only this because, is tough. Only because Bradley Beal had a bit of an off iffy season, and I think it would be pretty fair to put him at seventh right now. So we're going to change it to Shea. Yeah, doing... Shea made an All-NBA team this year, and I think he was fifth in MVP. First, All-NBA first team, Shea, which is yeah. huge. Yeah. Um, so Ray I'm going off side. Yeah, right I've now. got him down. I'm going off right now. Yeah. Jeez, you just I'm just gonna cop it all all podcasts <laughs> to this. All right, at seventh. I think right now it's Donovan Mitchell. I think with that Cavs team, you should have done a lot more. Like the, I honestly reckon if there was like that would have been a top three in that, you know, the first um first round. Cavs beating the Knicks for me, I was super confident in. That would be still my biggest and like they got three uh four one, didn't they? Yeah. Only won one game. Yeah, that would be. Yeah, I couldn't believe that. So it's not unacceptable. You're at my seventh, six. I think is Jar. Same kind of reason. Um, I know you're going against LeBron and Davis, good team. Um, but were they four two? They were four two. 
and they won one game without him. So he's won one game against them. Um, pretty much got pumped as a second seed. Not a real, you know, you've done nothing at the end of the season, in my opinion. Um, I think he's slightly overrated. This is where it gets tough. I think next is Devin Booker. Now I know he's playing out of his skin right now. Um, but I just think overall these last ones have a bit more upside than him. Like I think obviously freaky, uh, freakish player and, you know, he's performing out of his skin right now, helping out Kevin Durant every way he can. Um, but I just think these other players have a bit more on him. I guess then you go. I mean, it's different because if Tatum gets knocked out, is he really that good? I mean, yeah. Uh, you probably got to go Shay. I think really talented, obviously made uh, first team this year. But, I mean, you're on the thunder. You should be, not should be, but you, you're expected to be doing something like what you're doing. And obviously he's leaked um, so much this year, but you didn't make, you know, you didn't make the playoffs. Um, and you were kind of, you had a big workload and you were kind of just performing with it. So, I mean, this is getting tough. Um, then I probably got Trey at third. Um, went really well against the Celtics. Um, performed well throughout the year. I mean, probably a bit below par as a team throughout the year, but I mean, he wasn't too bad. I think he's still just trying to figure out, a, you know, a few things, but I think there's a lot of upside with him. Um, maybe just, yeah, a few things to, to, um, think about with him i mean it's tough he's at his best he's really good and i thought hawks probably had the best chance of beating um celtics before i suppose philly went up three two then i'll go i'll go luca at second just because coming into this year i think a lot of people had expectations for dallas um they beat the clippers last year to knock him out or the year before something like that like played out of his skin um and the Suns beat the Suns as well. Yeah. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. I mean, going back a little while now. Yeah. Um, and he was just playing out of his skin. I mean, probably not the season he wanted. But yeah, and then first I've got Tatum just first in the first in oh no, sorry, second in the East, but played well all year, still in a good position to make it out. I mean, probably not ideal where he wants to be, but I think out of those players, he'd be taking him first, closely by Luca. That's tough list, so I would listen to any argument. Probably Bar, Jar, and Donovan Mitchell. That should be higher. Yeah, I think I, I think I agree with your list. I think I would give Booker the slight edge over Shea. Only yeah, because I what he's doing this playoffs at the moment. Um, I do yeah. want to see him come back and beat Denver though. Um, especially being the primary scorer over Kevin Durant. I don't know whether, um, he's getting the ball and sort of taking over over control by himself, or whether that's Monty Williams' decision. But I, I kind of agree with your list. Um, yeah, I could see Devin over Shea for sure. Yeah, but I don't think Shea and KD. I don't um, think you'll get as much hate as that uh, on that one as much as the Kawhi. Yeah. <laughs> so we'll definitely see. That wraps up fri uh, fiery Fridays. Uh, we appreciate you guys listening. We're going to upload uh, way more to Instagram and TikTok this week, so stay tuned and give it a follow. Um, and we'll catch you next week.